0: Ladies and gentlemen, it is Soft, Hard, and Wet Part 2 in our 2023 season recap, our driver team grades. I'm here with John White and Brady King, Dr. King, and we're going to roll right into the next five teams. So we did the the first half of the grid in terms of how they finished in the Constructors' Championship on the previous episode. And this episode, we are going to pick up where we left off. So we just finished Alpine, and we're going to dive right in. Aston Martin. We're giving our grades A through F and a GPA scale. Those grades will translate to the overall team grades for the soft, hard, and wet. And we're going to go in with Lance Stroll. Brady, I'm going to throw it to you first. So I'm going to give the stats for Stroll for the season, and then you can give your grade and rationale. Lance Stroll, average qualifying position 12.5, average finish position 10.8, zero podiums, four retirements, his best finish was a P4 and 12 races where he finished in the points. Lance feels like he
1: should be a failure. I think everybody wants him to fail, but I don't think he actually failed this year. I don't think he deserves a really high grade. He had a fair number of, of points. And at the beginning of the season, I was actually kind of excited. Maybe this is just because of the love of Alonzo kind of rubbing off on him. But trying to be objective here, name of the game. I think he gets a C. Thank
0: you, Brady Lawrence Stroll King.
1: (laughs) I'm going to get a hate mail tomorrow. What do you mean you like Lance Stroll?
0: (laughs) I I don't even know what to say. Like, you started off so strong. Like, I think he failed this season. And then you wind up giving him a C. (laughs) I was going to be so proud. John, what about you? What are you going to give Lance this season? Well, you're probably
2: going to hate me. As well, Tom, because we touched oh. on this a little bit.
0: Come on. Come on.
2: Well, here's the deal. When you talk about the drivers and you talk about what Lance did this year, you couldn't really expect him to finish any better than he did, right? So at the beginning of the year was terrible. He did a ton of extra credit in the last three races of the season and what did he score 23 we talked about this last week like 23 points in the last three or four races something crazy like that he did all the extra credit at the end to make sure that he passed he barely passed he got a c minus i don't know that you could expect much more out of him than that but he kind of skipped class for the first you know semester and then came in whenever it really mattered hmm.
0: tom are we changing your mind tom you guys you, know, you are doing You are doing things to my mind that I wasn't expecting to be done. I had, coming into this, I had him at a D. And through this brief discussion, and now the more I think about it, is that big chunk in the middle of the season enough to bring his grade down that far? Because he bookended the season strongly. He came in in starting very well in the first few races, and he ended the last few races well, but was that middle chunk bad enough to drag him down? The answer for me is yes. It is. He got a D. I'll give him a D plus, but he didn't crack into the into the C grades for me, so he gets a D plus. Fernando Alonso, and let's go to John first on this one. Average qualifying position six point nine. Average finish six point six. Eight podiums, two retirements, best finish of P2 multiple times, 19 races finishing in the points, 19, with two retirements. That means he only finished one race completely outside of the points. John, your thoughts on Fernando Alonso's season, and you're great for him. Well, cue the the
2: music and horns, get the trophies ready. This is my first A- that we're passing out, but Fernando gets an A from me. Um, he carried that team solely on his back for
0: the majority of the season. Yep, there it is.
2: Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate was, your
0: support. That was a very strong, committed decision for the first A grade given out for this Soft Heart and White Awards. I, I
2: appreciate it. That's that's what I'm here for is uh, commitment sometimes. Um <laughs> I don't know what I'm here for, to be honest with you. Right now, I'm here for giving grades and an A for sure. He carried the team on his back the majority of the season. We know he went through a small uh, slump and immediately came out of it. Started strong, started really strong, finished strong. He's fantastic. He's he's an A. He's an A player all day long.
0: So I'm going to I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to give him an A. The only reason he doesn't get an A-plus is because of that little bit of a slump. And I, and honestly, it's hard for me to not give him an A-plus because even when that slump was happening, I think it was the car's fault. It wasn't him as a driver. It wasn't the tracks he was on. He showed us this year that he is all-world MVP-level driver mm-hmm. at the age of 42. You know Screw it. I'm giving him an A-plus. I'm going to give him an A-plus because I don't think any issues this year were his fault and he out drove that car on most occasions when the car was crap he was still scoring decent or mediocre points which says a lot for where the state of that car was during the middle of the season he gets an a plus for me
2: i don't have any issue with an a plus
1: brady i'm gonna go a little bit lower i'm gonna say he gets an a minus because of that middle part of the season uh i think you're right tom that it's the car it was not necessarily him uh for whatever reason for about what six races or so Aston decided to wander off in the woods and forgot how to engineer for a little bit
0: but their upgrades were downgrades
1: absolutely and then they just ripped them off the car and instantly we were right back to where we started oh it's
0: magic if we put it back the way it was it actually goes fast again
1: it's crazy uh and I do love me some Alonso but I also can't If we're going to be objective, we were saying that we're not going to grade them based on the hardware. We're going to say how just based on their performances. And so a little bit of a dip in the middle. And I have to give myself a little bit of room to give out some better grades later because we're still coming up on some good teams here. So I'll give them an A minus. It's really tough. I want to give them an A. What did we say earlier? There was an A, B. What was that? Was that the grade? You want to give them a B, A? (laughs) A B, A.
2: (laughs) We're not trying to confuse anybody else any more than we already have. Yeah, if you want the
0: explanation on that, go and listen to the beginning of the previous episode. Moving on to McLaren. They finished fourth in the Constructors' Championship. We're going to start with Oscar Piastri, the rookie from Australia. Average qualifying position, 9.6. Average finish position, 10.9. So a little bit of a dip in the races compared to where he was qualifying. Two podiums for Oscar. Three retirements. His best finish was P2 and 11 points finishes this season. Brady, I'm going to come right back to you. What do you think about Oscar's season?
1: So I, this is tough, because I think when you compare him straight on points to Alonso, how could I give him a higher grade? But I'm going to give him an A, and here's why. The beginning of this season, he was behind the eight ball. That McLaren was absolutely terrible. and I just, I know, I, <laughs> I just got done saying we can't grade him based on their hardware, and here I'm doing it again. But you are painting yourself into a corner. I'm painting myself. Here. Yeah, this is this is a hard corner to get out of here. He's also a rookie. And at the end of the season, I had expectations every race that he would be in the top six. That's saying something. So I have high expectations going in for next year. So I think that if I'm grading him as a freshman versus Alonso being the senior, I think I can give him an A.
2: John, how about you? I agree. I think an A is very fitting for his performance this year. And you can't just look at points alone. Although as a rookie, he did finish in the top 10. I think he finished ninth. But for a rookie driver, what more would you expect from him? He didn't didn't leave it all to Lando to carry the team. He added plenty of points. He was as consistent as you would expect him to be, probably a little bit more. An A for him. I think he's a fantastic driver, and if this season was a glimpse into what his future with Formula One is going to be, he's he is going to be a fantastic driver. And I hope that when he's forty two, we're grading him on you know how well he's done for the season, um, just like we just did with uh,
0: with Fernando. But he's great. I I can't really say anything bad. All right, I am going to give him an A as well, and. For the reasons y'all have already stated, I really don't need to go into any further detail. So let's move on to his driving partner, his teammate, Lando Norris, average qualifying position 8.0, average finish 8.0, seven podiums, one retirement, his best finish was P2 multiple times, 16 points finishes. When you think about, actually, you think about how terrible that McLaren was at the beginning of the season. And the fact that sixteen out of twenty-two races he finished in the points—actually, I shouldn't say that. Sixteen out of twenty-one that he actually finished, he finished in the points. That—that's pretty—that's pretty impressive. But I am going to give Lando—I was thinking about giving him an A minus, just because I felt like he had a lot of stupid little mistakes throughout the season, whether it was qualifying or in the race. He just. He could never seem to put a full weekend together, but seven podiums, finish P two a bunch of times. I don't think you can talk me out of an A. I got to give him an A. Brady, what's your take on Lando? I wanted to give him an A plus, but you point out
1: some of his inconsistencies. I think you're right. I've I got to go with an A. I wanted to say there was an A plus that there's a little bit of a bias here. Again, another one of the drivers that I really want to root for. I also think that he drug the car to a much better position early on in the season. So I almost wanted to give him a boost just from that. But I do think there's going to be some some people we're going to have to give to a higher grade. So I don't know if I can give him an A
2: plus. We'll give him an A.
0: John, welcome back to the show.
2: Thanks for having me got the blue <laughs> got the blue screen of death that just popped oh, up no, on my computer. No. I'm like, "What in the hell is going on?" It was
1: great cuz Tom threw it to you and you had an awesome frozen look of contemplation. Like, what? It was what you panic. Give Lando? Yeah, like what do you give Lando? You had a look and of panic just... on your face.
2: <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, Lando, Lando, what do we give him? I don't know."
1: Lando, who's Lando? Wait. Uh which, I heard of Which this guy one before. is he? I,
0: I am definitely not editing this out of the show. <laughs> All right, John, we've given our grades for Lando Norris. You've rejoined the program, so why don't you give us your grade for Lando?
2: I don't know what you guys graded him, because by that time, I'd already uh, cut out. Um, Well, it
0: doesn't matter. This is your grade, not ours.
2: Lando gets an A- minus from me.
0: We both gave him
2: A's. Did you really? Well, look at that. I'm sure for all the same reasons you gave him an A, I'm giving him an A-. minus. It's harder when when we get to these top tier drivers. When you start looking at Fernando, and you know when we get to Charles and Carlos and George and Checo, and obviously Max is is it a little bit easier um, to grade for this is it season? Though? Is he? Uh, I, I he had a lot so. of
0: issues this season, and we'll get to those later.
2: Oh, I'm all ears. I'd love to hear about every issue <laughs> that he's had this season. Please tell me all about it it's hard to grade them because there's a whole slew of drivers that you just want to give A's to because of where they finished. And then you have to start getting nitpicky. And I feel like I'm getting more nitpicky with some of these really good drivers than I, than I was with K mag and Nico and Botas and Logan and Nick and all these other guys, but a minus for that's a long way of me saying a, a minus for Lando.
0: Let's move on to Ferrari. Carlos signs. This is a big step up. You know, we've been dealing with average qualifying position and finish position in the eights, nines, and tens. Fernando was in the sixes, but Carlos, average qualifying position 5.8, average race finish position 7.2, which speaks more to the Ferrari's race pace than anything else. Three podiums, one win, uh, three retirements, best finish P1. 18 points finishes for Carlos. We're going to go to John first on this one. <sighs> I
2: feel like I'm going to get roasted for this. But Carlos gets a B plus. I wanted to give him an A. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I like it. <laughs> he gets a B plus. Um, I, I think when you are when you're looking at Ferrari, you can play the laugh track over and over again if you want, because just as a team strategy's never been, uh, at the top of what they do. Well, obviously they made some choices, uh, some tire choices late in the season when everybody else was doing things that didn't make much sense, but you can't necessarily hold Carlos to that. But I think this year, what we found was, what kind of driver Carlos really is. And maybe I historically held him a little bit higher on the podium than I should have, but he's a B plus driver. I don't know if I
0: agree with you that he is a B plus driver. I, I would agree to a, to an extent that he had a B plus season. And after all, that's what we're trying to come up with here our grades for this season and, and they're driving acumen uh, for the entire season. He did have those three retirements, which I can't hold that terribly against him. Um, I think he was hard done this year in a couple of instances, Australia being the first one where he got that five second penalty for essentially a, a lap one, turn one incident where he had, he made a little collision with Alonzo and spun him around and then dropped I don't know seven places because of the way they finished that race, essentially under the under the safety car restart. Like he was hard done by that. He was hard done by the ten place grid penalty in Vegas. Like he just he had a few things that just really wrecked his entire weekend um, on a couple of those races. But he did have the Singapore win, which nobody else can say this year besides Red Bull drivers that they they won a race that they won an actual Grand Prix. I'm going to give him an A minus. Brady?
1: Yeah, John, I'm going to have to disagree a little bit. I, I'm actually going to give him an A. There's only one driver that we can say that's outside of Red Bull that won a race this year. So that's got to count for something. I do think
0: these are season awards, not these are season se- awards. single race this awards. That's
1: true. Yep. I, I went into this thinking that I was going to give him maybe a A minus or a B plus. But 18 points finishes counts for something. Um, And I think that when we get to the final, I mean, spoiler alert, when we get to the final couple of teams here, it's going to be hard pressed for a historic season to go much higher. But I don't think that's a knock necessarily on Carlos. Uh, I think he had a really good season. He drugged the car higher than it probably could have been, especially with his the team strategy, uh, some of the design decisions and so on. So, yeah, I'm going to give him an A. I think he did really well out there.
0: Charles Leclerc. Qualifying position 5.0. Finish position 7.6. Good lord. Cue the sad piano music. Six podiums, so. Six. He somehow turned that into six podiums. Lando got seven. So Charles has six podiums, four retirements, best finish of P2, 16 races he finished in the points. I it's so hard to judge this one that ferrari's race pace was such crap in so many races that i feel like he outperformed it he also had some really bad luck he has turned a few pole positions in his career i think and i don't know which how many of them were this year but he has turned pole position into a dnf pole position into a dsq which happened, I think, in Austin this year, and pull position into a DNS where he didn't start the race. Like That's that's a hat trick that nobody wants to have.
1: That's a Gordie Howe
0: for Formula One. That's, that's did unreal. He unreal. Yeah, did he in fight somebody too? Yeah, he might. If he got in a fight and got a five-minute penalty for it, th- then that's <laughs> that's the quadruple. I'm, I, I find it really hard to grade his season. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt that if the car was there, that he would have been closer to the 2022 Charles Leclerc we saw at the very beginning of the season. But then again, the Charles Leclerc at the beginning of the 2022 season was also making his fair amount of mistakes, and so it's a season of what ifs for for Leclerc, for Ferrari, for really everybody who's not named Max Verstappen. But I'm going to give I'm going to give Leclerc a B plus. Brady.
1: First in my heart, last, well, maybe not last in my brain. I'm going to give him a B plus also. I can't rate him higher than Carlos. Carlos won a race. That's not going to be possible. You qualified first a lot, which is awesome.
0: He took the fight to max more often than just about anybody else this season.
1: This is true, but he lost all of them. He correct. lost every single time. You're absolutely So I'm going to give correct. him a B plus. I, I want to hold out a lot of hope that this team, doesn't happen again next year or the year after or I don't want it to happen I, I didn't want it to happen this year. But it did. And based on the performance, based on the way he finished, it's a B plus.
2: I agree with you, Brady. It's hard to it's hard to rank him or give him a higher grade than Carlos just based on Singapore. Um based but you on will? on the victory. No, I'm not going to um because there's only, you know, what is there, six points between the two of them, difference um, in two places. He gets a B. I uh, couldn't put him at a B plus because that's what I gave Carlos. M- maybe a B minus, just Ooh. because of the number of pole positions that he had and lost. But I feel like he made it up because, to your point, he was one of the few that actually brought the fight to Max uh, on a few occasions, but uh, very short lived fights. They were. Uh, They were not three laps here, two laps there. Yeah, it wasn't you know it wasn't anything to uh, anything to test his stamina, but it did show it showed the caliber of driver he could be if he had the right automobile behind him. But a B solid B is where I'll stay.
0: Yeah, and this is true for anybody who was fighting with Max, but especially with Leclerc, it just seemed like Max liked to kind of play with his food before he eats it. In some cases. And that's what I felt like was going on with with his battles with Leclerc this year. Yeah they uh, they they very
2: quickly turned into a wet pasta noodle after a, a lap or two of trying to battle Max. That's the closest thing I can come up with with Italian and Ferrari. So, how many races
0: well, this year? Oh, pause for laughter. <laughs> <laughs> that was a re- that was a really good joke, John.
1: How many like... races started this year with him on pole and? Somebody you were hanging out with watching the race saying, how many laps before he's not in first place? It was a lot. Spoiler alert.
0: How many turns of them? is he in first place? <laughs> that's, that's harsh. <laughs> harsh but fair. And I'm having so much fun with the soundboard today. This is so great. <laughs> it's like a toy on Christmas. I like it. Uh, okay. Well, moving on. We got two teams left in our, our season review and grades, we're going to move on to Mercedes. Let's go to George Russell, average starting position 6.5, average finish position 8.1. It's interesting to me that both Mercedes, and I'll, I'll, I'll quickly share Lewis's grades, but like they both on average started worse than the Ferraris, and only Lewis had a better average finishing position than the Ferraris, and yet Mercedes beat them. So George Russell, let's go back to him. Six point five average qualifying, eight point one average finish. So that's a bit of a drop off in races. Two podiums, four retirements. His best finish was P three. Seventeen points finishes. I'm going to start this one. I think I'm going to give George Russell a B minus this year. And I was I was toying in between a B minus and a C plus. I he he's a good driver and he had a rough season some things were beyond his control other times i felt like he was trying to assert his dominance not necessarily over lewis but like just in the car he, he just so badly wants to prove himself i feel like that's what was showing in these races this year in a lot of cases where he was overdriving being a little careless um you know, just kind of had it in his mind, like I should have been fighting for a podium today. And he'd just get, he'd get kind of cranky and frustrated and angry about that stuff. Yeah, I'm I, going to stay with a B minus. I'm not going to drop down to a C plus. I'm going to stay with a B minus. I think he would look at this season, like not necessarily one to forget, but one to learn from. I think he he picked up a lot of experience this season. I'm really looking forward to what he brings to the table next year. John, what about you? B-minus
2: is extremely fair for him. And for probably the... I, I'll add one to your reasoning, uh, it, to your point of he was trying to establish his dominance quite a bit this season. And the driver for the B-minus for me is in him trying to establish his dom- dominance, what we learned is that he still can't handle the pressure. He's He had multiple opportunities towards the end of races this year to finish higher than he did. And the stress got to him and, um, until he can toughen up a little bit more, those opportunities are just going to keep presenting themselves. And, and if he's going to fall under the stress, under the pressure of the stress, that's not going to be good for anybody involved. B minus Dr. King.
1: I had him penciled in for a B when I first started thinking about this, but I agree with you guys. I gave him a B minus. I thought I gave him, I was going to give him a B because I couldn't go higher or even equal to Leclerc. But I wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt a little bit because as a team, they beat Ferrari. But I think that had more to do with Lewis than I had to do with him. And we'll get to that. But George in particular does have a little bit of a problem of finishing those races. He qualified better than he finished. Uh, That's not a great omen. Lewis beat him this year. He took a bit, a little bit of a step back. Uh, I, I wanted to say maybe maybe even a medium step back this year. I think he's a better driver than this. He can be better.
0: I'll say a B minus. All right. Three drivers left. Lewis Hamilton. Average starting position six point one. Average finish six point two. Six podiums. One retirement. If you remember the Qatar Grand Prix, where he just decided to crash into his teammate. Best finish P2, points finishes 20. Brady, let's start with you.
1: I think this is a definition of an A-minus season. He wasn't quite good enough to get it done. I I I don't think anybody was going to be good enough to beat Red Bull on on any occasion. But even Lewis would agree that it's not necessarily up to his standards. That being said, they took second. And they took second in the last race. And through no part, no small part due to Lewis pushing and pushing and pushing. So I've got to give him an, I almost gave him an A, but I'm going to give him an A minus. Could be a little bit better.
0: I decided to give him a B plus. I know that sounds a little harsh to give that to someone who is battling for P2 in the Drivers Championship for most of the year. He was in the fight all the way up until like two races to go. I think you're right that it's, it's kind of the definition of an A-minus season. It was very good, very solid, very consistent. And this is more personal than anything else, but golly, that guy complained so much on team radio that I had to knock him down to a B+. John, how about you? You've been quiet over there. You really haven't chimed in about Lewis. So I want to hear your thoughts. That's because I don't like Lewis. Man. Hot yeah, take.
2: I know. Shocking. Shocking hot take here uh from me. Hang I, on, yeah, hang I'm on, a Max Verstappen
0: fan. fan does it, uh, breaking news. Max Verstappen fan does not like Lewis Hamilton.
2: Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, it Brady's right though. It's the it's the I damn near like punched my microphone across the table. <laughs> yeah, you were very very uh, animated there for a second. It's a definition of an A-minus season. As much as I don't like him and as much as he complains, yeah, for all the great things that you said about him and still gave him a B plus, I agree with you, Tom, um, to the extent of the season that he had, what he was fighting for. But yeah, definition of an A-minus season for sure.
1: You know, when we were talking about LeClaire and I said, first in my heart, last in my brain, opposite here for Lewis. I, I got to give him some credit there, uh,
2: but I don't want to root for him. I'm not going to. Yeah, because we're not going to allow it. <laughs> it's, you already have a, a pass as it is being a Pierre Gasly fan it's, it's,
0: <sighs> it's a probation it's like yeah. level 1 probation <laughs> alright last team let's finish this out Sergio average qualifying position 8.8 8, average finish position 5.4 on average he moved up 3.4 places per race 9 podiums which is second best. Two retirements. He won two races, so his best finish was P1. 19 points finishes. Mm.
1: I'll volunteer. Brady, let's to go to you here. first. Yeah. This is hard. I don't know how to rate this. He, You want to give him an A-plus for 19 points finishes. Constantly battling for the top spot. Winning two races. But his qualifying was just mm-hmm. terrible and when you compare him to his teammate in the same hardware it's just not there we're going to get to max in a second but ultimately where i came down to if if it wasn't for max and it wasn't for this season where would you put this season if it was just based on what he does and i gotta give him an a i really think he did an amazing season here and anybody else would be absolutely proud to have that season
0: I was not expecting to hear that. I was not expecting to hear A+. I understand your reasoning, but I'm looking at these statistics that we've rattled off over the last few minutes, and I see Fernando Alonso, Lando Norris, Carlos Sainz, Charles Leclerc, George Russell, and Lewis Hamilton. All, on average, started their Grand Prix in a higher place than Sergio Perez. And if you want to throw Max Verstappen in there as well. So that's eight people. But then you look at the average finish position. And there's only one person for however difficult or or terrible this season might have been for Sergio Perez, the only position who had an average finish position higher than his was his teammate who won almost every other race. And so I look at those two stats together like, wow, he just can't qualify. Why is he getting knocked out in Q1? Why is he getting knocked out in Q2? Why does it matter? And yeah, he had a couple of really bonehead races or uh, some bonehead moves inside of races. He also had dozens of brilliant moments this year as he was coming through the field, as he was making his overtakes, and as he was crawling back up the points. And so I look at that season as a whole. I don't think I can give him an A+. I'm struggling to give him an A. I had him originally as an A-, But when you said A+, plus, that, that put me over the edge. And I'm going to give him a flat A for the season. I like I it. Overall, he gets an
2: A. John? Well, I had him at an A-, and part of that w- was due to qualifying. But to your point, what does it matter? What, what does it matter if he started? You don't
0: score a lot of points on Saturdays. Uh, yeah.
2: Well, unless they're sprint races. but
1: we're not talking about sprint races. We literally said we, we were not grading these sprint races.
2: This is true. Party foul. This is true. Party foul, indeed. That'll uh, be in, a separate podcast Mass- where we will review <laughs> the
0: 2023 Sprint
2: Championship. Please, no. That, that is one area that I definitely side with Max Verstappen on with the sprint races. I'm not a a huge fan of them, but yeah, I'm with you. It. We're, what does it matter where he starts? It matters where he finishes. And, and if it wasn't for kind of that slump, that three or four race slump that he went through. Oh man. Mm. Oh boy. Oh boy. What? Yeah. The gears gears are turning. turning.
1: The smoke is (laughs) pouring out. Yeah, it
2: is. I'm going to go with an A. I'm going to go with an A because I don't know, aside from Max, if you could have a better season than he had collectively.
0: And last but not least, definitely not least, we have Max Verstappen, now three-time world champion Max Verstappen, average qualifying position, 3.2, average finish, 1.3. <sighs> Terrible. Jeez. 21 podiums, zero retirements. He completed every lap of every race this year, one of only three. Three drivers now in F1 history to do that. I think Schumacher did it, and and Hamilton did it a couple years ago. Uh, Max's best finish was P1, and he finished in the points 22 out of 22 races. (laughs) This is going to be a difficult one, but I'm going to throw it to you first. Mr. Max Verstappen, John White, what say you? If it's anything less than an A+, you're smoking crack. This is... Well, pass me the needle, my friend, because I gave him a C plus. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, it's just
2: it's it's one of those things that, w- with as much hate as he's gotten this season, the dominance was there. I mean, it was just I I've never seen in my five years of watching Formula One, um, which is not a lot thorough
0: experience. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, lots of experience, but but just listening to the way that. Everyone else talks about them that has far more experience in Formula One than I do. The dominance of this season is unmatched, probably not repeatable. Yeah, A plus. No, we've I, we've I, talked I about it. On, we're so.
0: never going to see it again. We've this was a, a anomaly of a season. It was unreal, and I, I'm imagining we're not going to see it again. I hope we don't have a repeat of it next year. Otherwise, we're going to be all put to sleep. But yeah, I'm I'm with you. A plus. There can't be any other grade. Brady
1: uh, B for boring H for historic. <laughs> what do you want to say? Uh, so actually one thing I, I will say about this was when I was thinking about how to give him a grade, I thought I'd give just obviously he gets an A plus and that means that Checo has to get an A. But then the more I thought about it now, Checo season really was an A plus to me because this season is completely off the rails what else can you possibly compare it to? You can't. I mean, there was never been a season like this. So he gets an, like an S uh, extra credit, 110%. Uh, it's yeah. beyond an A plus.
0: Now I, I totally understand where you're coming from. There isn't a grade higher than an A plus, And if there was, he would get it. Exactly. So now but also boring. Yeah. B for boring. <laughs> also, also boring. Now, the interesting thing is we're looking at this from the standpoint of we've ranked every driver, which also each one of our individual grades for these drivers will impact the team overall grade. So before we get to our team scores, let's go over how our drivers finished in our grade book compared to where they finished in the season, all 22 drivers. So starting from the bottom, in P22, Nick DeVries with a 0.0 grade point average, straight Fs across the board. P21 for the soft turn and wet grades, we got Logan Sargent. Here's where things get a little hairy. Joe Guanyu, he came in P20 on our grading scale with an average grade of an E. And the next one, this one's kind of difficult. I can't figure out if I want to round this down or round it up but I'm going to round it down with an average grade of a D minus was Kevin Magnuson. He finished P17 in our grading. Next we have with an average grade. I got to figure this out real quick with an average grade of a D Esteban Ocon. Next up we had Liam Lawson finishing with an average grade of D plus with an average grade of a D plus as well, Nico Hulkenberg. Next up in P15 in our rankings, we had Lance Stroll with an average grade of a C minus. He's our first passing grade, so everybody below him has failed the soft, hard, and wet grades this season. Lance is our first passing grade by the skin of his teeth, or by the hair of his chin, with that new goatee sporting. Mm-mm, don't like that. Don't like that at all. <laughs> He finished but P10. But he, right? uh, he did finish P10, yeah. Next up in P14 with an average grade of a C is Valtteri Botas.
2: And we were not far off with that. He finished 15th
0: this season. Mm, we had him at 14, so we gave him a little bit of a boost. Next up with a C, P13, Pierre Gasly. He finished 11th. Mm-hmm. A+. plus. No, no, <laughs> no keep no, trying. No, keep no. trying to wedge those grades in here, Brady. <laughs> Next, P twelve, we had Daniel Ricardo with an average grade of a C plus. We moved him up a lot because he, he finished seventeenth. Yeah,
1: but here's where that incomplete comes in, right? He
0: didn't have that many races. That's true. And we've got P eleven, Yuki Sonoda. With an average grade. Let me check my math here. We had him P11, and he finished 14th, but his average grade was... I got to round down to a C plus. It's not good enough to round up to a... No, I'll, I will. I'll round it up to a B-. I'm a, I'm a uh, generous grader here. That a boy, Yuki. So Yuki was the first one of our drivers who jumped into the... Uh, better grades the b's and the a's so next up we have george russell who also got a b minus where did he finish we have him at p10 uh he finished eighth that's what i thought Mm -hmm. and now we've got a tie and a points all across the decimal places a straight tie for p9 in our driver's ratings driver grading and so we've got to come up with a tiebreaker. Best finish or points finishes? I don't know who it is yet. I'm going to go with best dressed. Mm. Mm. Or we could mm. go with average qualifying position or average finish position. You know what? I'm going to give it... I'm I'm going I'm to make an executive decision here. P9 in our driver rankings were Charles Leclerc with an average grade of a B+. Plus. And tied with him... With an average grade of a B plus is Alexander Albon. So wow. Albon in our rankings gets P eight. Leclerc gets P9.
1: This is the shocking spot of the of it all so far.
0: Next up we have Sir Lewis Hamilton with an average grade of an A minus. So first one to crack into the A's. Lewis finished P seven in our ratings, but he finished P three in the drivers' championship. Next up, Carlos signs with also an A-, and he is P6 on ours. Did we get that one on the nose? Close, seven, P7. And next, we've got a pair of McLaren drivers. Lando scoring slightly lower than Oscar, but both with average grades of A. And uh, so Lando came P5, Oscar came P4 for us. And where did they finish in the drivers? Uh, Lando P6, Oscar P9. Next up, we have Fernando Alonso rounding out our podium. And in P3, he had an average grade of an A, slightly over an A, but not enough to round him up to an A+. And he finished where in the drivers? Tied for fourth. Sergio Perez... We had him at an average grade of an A. Again, not enough to round him up to an A+. plus. Then, of course, max, P1, drum roll, please. We got it right. And then we go to team grades. This is the interesting one. So the teams, how they finish, this is way more interesting to me than the drivers. I don't know. Some of those driver finishes,
2: when you see the diff- obviously there were quite a few that we were spot on with or, or maybe one position off just solely based on points. But there were a few drivers that jumped up or back considerably um, when you just solely compare them to points, which I found quite interesting. Um, Albon and Piastri,
1: in particular, we gave great ratings to, uh, partially because they overperformed. Piastri being a rookie, I,
0: I find those to be pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. So, as we look at the Constructors, our grade book and how it matches the Constructors' Championship in terms of the points they scored this year. Coming in P10 for the Soft, Hard, and Wet Award grade book, Alfa Romeo, which I'm pretty surprised by. I thought for sure that Alfa Romeo beat Haas. Alfa Romeo was worse than. Worse than. This is a race to the bottom, John. My bad. Hey, listen, it's past my bedtime. (laughs) We still got another, like, half a show to record. Um,. Yeah, Alfa Romeo finished last with an average grade of a D. But their grade point average was slightly less than their arch nemesis of Haas, who finished also with a D, uh, thanks to the grades of Nico Hulkenberg bringing that up. But surprisingly, Joe Guanyu was really bringing Alfa Romeo down when I look at these scores. Next up, we have AlfaTari finishing 8th in ours, um, which they also finished P8 in the Constructors. But it was very close between Alphatari and Alpine. Those were the two who were fighting tooth and nail for 7th and 8th. So Alphatari finished in 7th with an average score of a D plus. Alpine also finished with an average score of a D plus. I can't round them up to a C-, I think they both should be in that D range and good on them. The team that did finish in the C's with the first passing grade from a constructor standpoint would be Williams who finished P six in our driver report or our uh, team report card. So Williams finished P six in ours P seven in the actual constructors championship. We've talked about it. They took a serious step forward this year. I'm excited for what's going to happen next year, but really kind of, Unsure about that Logan Sargent signing again. Next up, and this is where we take a considerable step change in grades. So Williams averaged a C- and that's because Sargent was just weighing them down like a boat anchor. But the next team that finished in our grade book P5, Aston Martin. Average grade of a B. Round him up to a B. Heroic effort from Magic Alonzo. He certainly did pull that whole team up this year uh, on the track, in the point standings, and in the soft, hard, and wet gradebook. Next up, and this is where it starts getting surprising. So Aston Martin finished P5 in our rankings. P4 in our grade book. Mercedes. Mercedes finished with a B as their average I'm fine grade with from that. us. Toto probably doesn't like it, but I'm good with it. Our straight B minus grades for George Russell probably pulled them down. Toto knows what he did. <laughs> <laughs> Next up is with a B plus overall grade. Ferrari, there's I have no problem there. They finished P three in the uh, constructors. They also finished P three in our grade book. P two, McLaren, average grade of an A. A 3.95, 3.96 grade point average. That's shocking. Very, from some McLaren very fans. impressive. That that's <laughs> they had a the, one of the biggest turnarounds in F one history, and and that's no, you can't, you can't take anything away from that. And then finally, with an average grade of an A plus, yes, we will round it up to an A plus. How can you not? Red Bull, twenty one out of twenty two wins this year. It was one for the ages. Congratulations to Red Bull on your Soft, Hard, and Wet Grade Book Award for first place.
1: Where's the little uh, we got the the audio clap, right? Ooh. Christian Horner, you deserve
0: it. You want some applause? That I do want a little applause. bit for them.
1: I, I think they deserve that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Congratulations to Red Bull.
2: Hmm. Well deserved.
0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, that was our season recap. Gradebook for the soft hard and wet f1 podcast part two if you missed part one go ahead and check that out drink it through your ear holes it'll be delightful and uh we're going to come back with one more season review episode and that's going to be kind of our top three bottom three moments experiences events it can't be a driver can't be a team so we'll, we'll talk through that on our, uh, our top three, bottom three. So our podium and our, our loser podium in our next episode. Until then, thank you very much for being with us today.